Welcome to the Leadership Meets Life podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Phil Berge. Every episode, I challenge you to connect action and wisdom on your leadership journey. Each podcast features a leadership tool or approach to apply immediately to your work and life, drawing from my experiences as a business owner, a nonprofit executive, an educator, a process consultant, and executive coach. If you'd like to dig deeper, check out other episodes at leadershipmeetslifepodcast.com and my blog at leadershipmeetslifeblog.com. Join me as I bring some theory, a little humor, and some practical wisdom served up in about 20 minutes while you exercise or drive or cook or whenever you're ready to grow. Thanks for joining me today. I'm your host, Phil Berge, and I'm excited to share this 12th episode of the Leadership Meets Life podcast. This episode is the fifth in the 2022 series focused on learnings from the fascinating fields of neuroscience. Today, we'll look at how to make progress every day in leadership and life. And as always, we'll make some practical connections to both leadership and life. I'll be referencing some resources you may find helpful to do your own exploring, as well as drawing on my own experiences. So let's get started. Let's try a little word game. When I say the word fish, what comes to mind? Did you think of a fish swimming in the water or one served up in a restaurant? When I say the word mud, what comes to mind? Did you think of something you apply to your face or something you fell in when you were a kid? Or maybe you thought of something politicians throw at each other. One more. When I say the word habit, what comes to mind? Did you think of a good habit you've developed or a bad habit you tolerate? Many of us tend to think of habits in a more negative light, but increasingly we're learning that habits can be our friends to help us make progress. One of the great quotes of all time about habits is, and I quote, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit, end of quote. You'll find that quote all over, and it's usually attributed to the early Greek philosopher Aristotle. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. For the record, the quote appears to have been written about 100 years ago by historian and philosopher Will Durant in his book, The History of Philosophy. To be fair, though, Aristotle was essentially saying what the quote captures, but Durant's summary comment ends up being what has been quoted widely. Habits. Some habits help. Some habits, not so much. But to be sure, like it or not, we are what we repeatedly do. I like the way author and habits guru James Clear says, the most important battles must be fought anew 
each day. Exercising today does not render tomorrow's workout unnecessary. Supporting your spouse today does not mean you can mail it in tomorrow. Learn to love the endless nature of things and life gets easier. End of quote. To me, it doesn't always feel like life gets easier. I mean, it's, it's true that by now, 60 plus years into the habit, I find brushing my teeth pretty easy. Along the way, I even added flossing as a nightly habit. But exercise, for example, well, I can't say that for me it's gotten easy. So I've been looking for ways to make positive habits more doable, even if not easy. Neuroscientist Irina O'Brien describes a habit as, quote, a more or less fixed way of thinking, acting, or feeling that we've acquired through repetition, end of quote. So how do we repeat something often enough for it to become a habit or a way of thinking or acting or feeling? Some people have found success in using what is called habit stacking. Habit stacking is when you use an existing behavior or habit as a reminder or trigger for another behavior or habit you wish to add. So when you put the new behavior right after an existing behavior, you're adding beneficial habits by leveraging the existing behavior as a reminder or prompt. You surely already do this in many ways in both life and work. Take a simple life situation like toothbrushing. I brush my teeth, which reminds me to floss my teeth, which then reminds me to rinse with mouthwash. Several habits stacked onto my earlier longtime habit of brushing. I worked with a wonderful nutritionist not long ago named Chelsea Glockner, who in her words is, quote, a non-dogmatic registered dietitian with a master's in nutrition, end of quote. Chelsea helps business leaders and parents have more energy, as she says, to feel more confident, more focused, clearer, and productive, and have a sustainable way of eating for life without dieting. And I'll put a link to Chelsea in my program notes. When I worked with Chelsea, she helped me understand my relationship with food. It's not unlike how a process consultant could help a leader understand their relationship with change, or a financial planner helping a leader understand their relationship with money. Chelsea challenged me to stack my interest in watching movies and nature documentaries while I'm on my rowing machine. I want to row because it's a great exercise, but I don't actually enjoy it. In fact, I find many aspects of exercise boring. But I really enjoy watching nature shows and history and geography, among other things. So when the weather isn't suitable for rowing on the Susquehanna River with my wife Yvonne or by myself, I can choose to row inside while watching something I enjoy. That is habit stacking. Now, I wish I could report to you today that it has been a wildly successful stacking of habits, but 
it is a journey that I'm on. One thing that has helped my exercise journey is to create an environment in which I can do physical things that get my body moving that are more interesting. So kayaking or paddleboarding or biking or hiking with Yvonne and a few other good friends that adds both accountability and enjoyment. James Clear, despite his wild success as a habits guru and author of Atomic Habits, the book, admits that the most difficult part of going for a run is convincing himself to lace up his running shoes. So he tells himself he'll at least put them on and lace up. And of course, once he's that far, he heads out the door. Some of us find it helpful in both leadership and in life generally to track our progress. Seeing our progress up on the wall or on our computer screen can help add meaning and accomplishment to a string of otherwise mundane activities. And of course, once we do it long enough, it becomes a habit and part of our life. In episode 11 of my Leadership Meets Life podcast and the corresponding Leadership Meets Life blog post, I tackled the matter of motivation and willpower, and I hope you can check them out. A key learning for me when studying the neuroscience of motivation and willpower is the importance of the environment I create or the one I tolerate. But when I create an environment that is purposeful, it increases the likelihood of success. Another learning from the neurosciences is called the progress principle. Based on studies by Amabile and Kramer, which you can learn about in my episode 11, the single best predictor of our inner work life, that is our perceptions and thoughts, emotions and feelings, and motivation and drive, the single best predictor that people reported what constitutes a purposeful work life is the ability to make meaningful progress every day in their work, no matter how small. Meaningful progress. That is, each of us wants to feel deep within us that both our work and our life is meaningful. When work and life feel meaningful to us, we can work hard. We can tolerate challenges. We can even handle failure. But worse than anything is to feel that our work and our life don't really matter. Another strategy for making progress every day is breaking down large goals into smaller tasks. It's one way we can feel like we're making meaningful progress, even on something really large. As neuroscientist Irina O'Brien says, small wins increase motivation that lead to more progress in an upward spiral. And that term for that spiral is a progress loop. As O'Brien puts it, and I quote, making progress means being productive and creative and leads to a positive inner work life. 
progress and inner work life fuel each other in an upward spiral. Setbacks, on the other hand, can lead to a negative inner work life in a downward spiral. End of quote. As I wrap up this shorter episode of Leadership Meets Life on making progress every day, I'd like to mention that in my corresponding blog post linked to this Leadership Meets Life episode, we'll be looking at tangible and evidence-based strategies that can increase our ability to make progress every day. And I hope you'll check that out as well. And as always, I've included a few resources in the program notes for this podcast episode for your additional learning. So I'll close by saying again that Will Durant quote often attributed to Aristotle, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. I'm grateful you decided to join me for this Leadership Meets Life podcast. I'd love to hear what you found helpful about today's podcast or what you find perplexing. So reach out to me at leadershipmeetslifepodcast.com or at leadershipmeetslifeblog.com and let's start a conversation. Next month, my podcast and blog will build on the neuroscience of creativity and problem solving. And as always, I'd be honored if you'd share my podcast and blog with other folks. Thanks, as always, to my fearless producer, Jennifer Miller of Strategically Connected, who so expertly helps me behind the scenes as we help you connect wisdom and action for your leadership world, for wherever leadership meets life. Stay well, friends. Stay well, friends.